0: It's your favorite podcast, Almost Holy, where we're dedicated to faith, growth, and purpose in Christ. With your host, Victoria Faith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Almost Holy. This is your host, Victoria Millet. This is my first episode, and it's called Made for This. It took me a minute to try to figure out what I wanted to name the first episode because, you know, so much pressure. Oh, my goodness. Um, but as I was praying and asking God where he wanted to guide me for this first episode, it felt very fitting to name it Made for This. And the title came to be basically from conversations and revelations God gave me essentially from my first couple months of living in LA. Um, So I just moved to LA a couple months ago. From Wisconsin, lived in Wisconsin pretty much my whole life. So this is the first time that I've been alone, that I haven't been with my family and my friends. And so it's been a journey. It's been um, a journey to say the least. It has, it's had its ups and its downs. Um But I'm happy. I know that if God did not want this for my life there would have been a lot more roadblocks and there would have been some roadblocks because honestly he made this path quite seamless and so I thank him of course um for bringing me to my dream city and to my dream school but I didn't want to come here and just make it here I wanted to figure out what he wanted to reveal in me during my time in LA and that's where I found myself after moving here for about two months that I wanted more. I wanted to, well, not just like something, you know, material, but something that it feels like I'm growing into the person that God has made me to be. And so I started praying, asking God for signs to tell me where my next move should be. And for about a couple weeks, um, it had been on my heart and something that I realized that when you're praying for something, you have to be very vigilant of things around you because God can speak to you through other people, through the word, if you're reading the word, through just signs in nature. Um, so making sure that I'm aware to receive whatever sign that he places in front of me. And one day I was talking to one of my friends about post-graduation, what is the right thing to do, do you go to grad school, do you find a job, do you move, Um, whatever it may be, there's so many options and you know you're kind of finally free in a way and so figuring out the right path for your life, discovering your passions and what it is that you know just the next phase in your life should look like. So as we were having this conversation, I'm just sharing with him my two cents, my lived experiences of figuring out what I wanted to do post undergrad. And as we're having this conversation, he's like, Tori, you should definitely start a podcast. And I'm like, you know what? That's crazy that you say that because I had just been praying heavy to figure out what it is that I want to do and this also wasn't out of nowhere because about a year ago God had brought into my heart that I should start a podcast but it was definitely a little half-assed idea and I never actually followed through with it and so for him to bring it up now at a time that I'm I'm trying to search for what it is the next season of my life will consist of that I took it definitely as a sign from God. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to start a podcast. No problem. Whatever, whatever. Um, but then the reality of starting a podcast started to sit in because um, I've never done anything creative. Um Yeah. And that that was really my scariest thing. I can, you know, I can apply to some schools, but to actually sit down and put my creativity out into the world is something that I had never done. Something to show a deeper side of me. I can be on Instagram, take a little picture or whatever Um, that I can do. But to actually share what's in my heart this is something that I always dreamed of but never thought that I would actually follow through with. I thought of doing some spoken word, um, even started trying to play the guitar, and none of those things actually stuck. And so, I another, a first immediate fear was that, great, I got this idea, but I'm not actually going to follow through. And that was the first test I thought that was going to determine if I was going to continue to walk in this uh, walk of faith and just trusting God that this is what he wants for my life. And uh, that was quickly overcome as I talked to my mom. She's like, yes, yes, yes. And so that made me feel a lot more confident in starting to think about what I would want this um asked to look like what I would want it to consist of so I started um just thinking about it I didn't even start writing about it or anything but this was something on my to-do list and I definitely didn't want to take this for granted either because in the bible you know it says keep asking keep knocking and you'll receive whatever it is that you're asking God for so it's like God gave me what I had been asking for and so I I had to do something with it and something that a podcast host needs to do is speak. And so I said, God gave me this great idea to speak for people. Um, so let me practice speaking in class a little bit more. I came into my first, our first quarter of grad school trying to make sure that I'm talking and so the professors can know me even via Zoom. And then I kind of just like dwindled back and I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable speaking anymore. And that I started to feel that way as soon as I decided to start speaking more. I'm overthinking, I'm overanalyzing everything that I do in class because I don't want anyone to think that I'm dumb. And this also, like, these, these aren't new feelings. I felt a lot of social anxiety before, especially in academic settings to where I don't want to, you know, voice my opinion because I don't want anyone to judge me. And so as I want to grow in my confidence around my voice, I feel like there's another, now this is yet another test that is trying to pull me away from something that God has put in my heart, and so I was kind of like, oh, this is annoying, but going back to my mom, telling her this, Victoria, you gotta keep pushing, you gotta keep going. And so I'm like, okay, let me try to talk anyway, even if I feel nervous, even if my hands get sweaty and my heart starts beating, I need to just push through this because I see what can be, or what could be on the other side. So yet again, I start speaking in class, despite my nerves, despite my anxiety, and things are going okay for a second, And then another test decided to come in my way, and that was something that I had struggled with most of my life, which is stuttering. Even when I was a kid, I had to go to speech therapy because my stutter would be so bad, but the older I got, the less my stutter has interfered with my life, and it's cool. I don't really think about my stutter, but for some reason... I felt as though I could not get a single sentence out without stuttering. And this was something that really tried to take me out because how do you overcome a stutter sometimes? It feels impossible and I felt like I kept trying and trying for this podcast but maybe there were just too many things stacked up against me to where maybe I'll just let it go. But I... But I couldn't live through my life knowing that I didn't try or I didn't follow God's word, especially in a time where I was losing a lot of friendships and relationships and I was searching for something and to not take advantage of the opportunity, I just know I would live with a lot of regret. But that's just me and that's something also that I'm working on. And to add to this context of me trying to figure out if I made for this, I also was very intentional with not telling many people of this because I was aware that maybe after the first, ooh, I figured out something to do, I know it's something that I wasn't extremely confident in. And so I made sure that I didn't tell a lot of people. I told my mom and my dad, a few of my friends, but I needed to make sure that my circle was close because I couldn't let somebody just take my dream away. Also because I have let that happen before or I'll get distracted with something else. So I was trying to make my circle a little bit tighter and this makes me think of when a woman is pregnant and the baby of course needs to be inside of her for close to 10 months because it needs to develop. It can't be in this outside world yet. Its lungs aren't ready. Its heart is not ready to bear the brunt of this world. And so I made sure that this idea was staying very close to me because it wasn't ready to bear the brunt of people's criticisms and critiques or whatever because God was trying to make sure that it it, it was fully it was in full form enough to be able to withstand the things the world could could throw at it. And so that's why it kind of took me a while to even start telling people. But that's also to say for anyone listening, if you have something that you think could be... Uh, um, a calling of yours or next endeavor, but you're apprehensive about your ability to do it, I would strongly suggest that you don't tell anybody or just tell people who you know are going to feed life into it. And that's not even to shame some other people. It's not like I'm calling other people bad friends or anything, but you need to make sure you're around your, you know, your, your, I don't know army or whatever who's really here to like be there for you and make sure that you're protected and make sure that they are also putting into you the things that you need to be able to come out into the world and so that's really for anybody who has maybe struggled with social anxiety and just the fear of what others think because and it prevents you from And it hinders you from from stepping into your calling because then you're just going to live with regret. I don't want to be the same person in a year that I am now because I wasn't obedient to God. But that's not to say that even if sometimes when you're not obedient, God, it doesn't just like leave and abandon you. So I also want to stress that point as well. But this made me think of one of my favorite, you know, little Bible stories or whatever. And I think of when Peter walked on water and he needed to keep his eyes on Jesus because there was a storm around him. And initially when he's stepping out, he's not worried about what's like Whatever disappointment a barrier whatever because his eyes are kept on jesus So something that I was really trying to do during this time is keep my eyes on jesus I'm, not what I don't want to be distracted. I don't want to end up sinking like Peter did because he because he took his eyes off the prize and the prize isn't just the business or the school acceptance or the house or the moving or the relationship that's not the goal the goal is to follow whatever Jesus has put in your heart at least that's what I realized for my life because then I become if I was so dependent on the outcome instead of following what Jesus did then I'll become attached to that and wherever um wherever your value is like that like that's where your heart lies and I don't want my heart to be anywhere that Jesus isn't because I have seen and lived through that life and trust and believe it's at least for me it was fun at times I will not lie I had extremely I have great memories but the older I've gotten the more life I've lived I've come to realize that The only life that I really want to commit myself to is something that God has put his stamp of approval on. And so, yeah, I keep kind of getting these battles that I'm facing in order to start this podcast. First, it was just the fear of creativity. The next was my social anxiety. And then my stutter came, right? But whatever, I know that I enjoy writing. I've journaled for the past couple years on a pretty much daily basis and it's really allowed me to express myself, to be able to put myself on paper and just articulate myself in a way that I think I can't always do like one-on-one or face-to-face, whatever. So I started journaling or writing down my thoughts about this podcast because writing on... Paper is a spell in ways. I always remember growing up. I did not like going to church, but I do remember this one sermon that my pastor's like spelling is a spell, and so I'm like, let me write, let me write all this stuff about this podcast down because this is gonna happen. Come hell or high water, I'm gonna figure this out somehow, and I have the right group around me to make sure that they're pouring into what I need to make sure this comes to be I for Christmas. I asked for podcast equipment. So I'm like, let me have people invest very much in this dream to make me believe it more, too. And that's great. But and it's really starting to come to be. I'm telling a, a few more people and they're encouraging me to keep on. But then another another test happens. And I just want to reiterate right now is that these are tests will happen when you're made for something. As soon as you start to feel a spark or some type of calling in your heart that you know that you didn't put there and God put there. Don't be surprised if these things come to be because this is these are truly tricks of the enemy. And also, well, you can look at it as tricks from the enemy or they could be tests from God to make sure that you're going to value whatever it is whatever it is you have on the other side. And so I really had to keep reminding myself this and not to get caught up in the storm because there's always going to be storms in my life. I don't want to finally make myself, you know, do this podcast and then I start to have social anxiety again and I can't push past that. And so all of these things, I very much teach, take them as things that are preparing me to secure what it is that God has placed in my heart and I'm not going to lose it once I get it. Cool, yeah, and so all these things are coming to my mind. I'm like, yes, I can do this, but then hmm, a weakness of mine that that came, um, that really just came out to the surface, and that is my weakness with men. I won't lie to you, I've always um, like talk to a boy or has some type of relationship that I really place my value in, but I'm not I didn't realize that now, I didn't realize that then until now months later, that the type of emphasis I put on my value was very strongly connected to my relationship with men. And like I said, look where you put your value, like that's where your heart is. And so I think what i had come to a conclusion is that god was really trying to make sure that i was just putting my value in him and not in man because i got played y'all um somebody who you know i just really thought was always going to be there but i feel like they were also like a great representation of The emphasis that I've always placed on relationships with men in particular than I placed in God. And so all of a sudden, I just felt like I got played in this situation and I was devastated. I've gone into depressions based off of things that have happened that I'm sure I will get into later. I really am an open book, so I have no problem sharing the all the shenanigans that I've done in my life. But to get back to this story, I realized how much this shock to my system, this disappointment, this rejection, how much that triggered me into feeling just not good enough for a lot of things. And how that really impacted just my motivation to continue on on this podcast. And so don't just be surprised if you have tests that are going to be um, overcoming uh, um, anxiety and stuff like that. Just think about your, your weaknesses. And I can tell you that that is for sure a weakness of mine. So the fact that it also came into play in this whole creation of this podcast I wasn't surprised but it also makes me more sure that God wants me to make sure that I can hold on to this once I finally decided to do it and that's really to say for everybody we're all made for the life that we've been given somehow and this isn't to by any means, you know, not interrogate and analyze these institution, dis- institutional disparities that really impact us black and brown folks for sure. Because, look, that's why I'm in school right now is trying to do all of that. But I also think something that has given me so much peace is my relationship with God, because truly, honestly, none of this stuff is going to be perfect until Jesus comes back. And so I decided, though, as I am on this earth, I want to make sure I use up all of the talent, all of the blessings that God has put in front of my life. And I hope anybody, anyone listening can also take that message away is that you're made for, you're made for this, okay? Keep pushing, keep believing that regardless of these trials and tribulations that you will face, you will be stronger because of it. Like trust and believe. And this is from my own testimony that I'm so happy that I didn't give up. I'm joyful, I'm stronger, and I won't let anything as I'm stepping into this next part of my life just shake me. And I hope this really I really just hope this is for somebody and that it encourages them to keep going, even when it seems like everything just keeps getting, it's just another slap in the face. Because it's not fun. It hasn't been fun um, living limiting my circle um, because I'm a very social person. I thrive off of my social interactions, so... Having to be more intentional with that and God taking certain relationships away from me that really connected to how I define myself has not been something that I really recommend for people. It's rough, and I'm here in California during COVID by myself, so it would have been a lot easier to just stay comfortable, but... For growth, you have to be uncomfortable and that just is what it is if you want to step out into the next uh, phase of your life. So with that being said, I really hope this, like I said, resonated with somebody and this pushed you to be who you have been made to be, been called to be. I love you all. Thanks for listening and I will be back soon. Thanks again for listening if you would like to connect further follow me on instagram at almost holy podcast